0: bad well here's the forecast and it turns out it's going to be pretty good for both quarterbacks both teams 44 degrees at kickoff sunday evening locally it's supposed to kick off at 5 30 but usually it's a little late and then 39 degrees by the fourth quarter light winds uh good for manning i think i am a broncos fan so i'm hoping manning throws a few touchdown passes but the seahawks they have a chance too. 20 percent chance for a scattered shower sorry about that <laughs>
1: This is Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary, brought to you by adamandeve.com. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's
2: source for antisocial commentary. one of your hosts, D. Simon. I am Lance Wackerly. What's up, Wackerly? You ready for some football? Yeah. Yeah? Super Bowl Sunday. It's Super is Bowl weekend. Tomorrow's hey, the, Bowl uh, weekend. the big Super Bowl um, I heard that you're having a big, uh, the, the Wackerly Annual Super Bowl Party. Yes. Seems like every year this is a, this is a tradition.
0: So I just have a big screen and more room than most people who live in apartments. I mean, you, here's the thing. <laughs> your sister, Jer, might get, have it, but their fucking apartment, and their apartment's pretty big too, but it's full of shit. It's full of junk. And because you, your sister's become this, like, hoarder. And and to add insult to injury, she texted me saying they're going to come over here, but that she's making Jer go flea market junk picking at like seven a.m. on Super Bowl Sunday. And you know how into football Jer is. This is like his biggest day of the year for him. And and it's the last major football
2: event. This is yeah. it. This is this the is football it. finale then, then it's of the all, season.
0: All Stephanie time for the rest of the year until football starts again. Exactly. Um, i just she wanted me, and she thought I was going to go with them because the flea market 's near my house
2: I'm i 'm not trying just, to def- I, just,
0: I just texted back l o l i 'm not trying to defend her, but I want to qualify
2: what she hoards my sister isn 't hoarding. She doesn't hoard, like,
0: like bread bags. Bread bags (laughs) and, and, uh, yeah,
2: like, uh, collectibles from McDonald's. What my sister's hoarding is vintage industrial furniture. Like, she's on this, like, furniture kick where she's trying to renovate her apartment, but she has this, like, mid-century modern vintage industrial design. That's not
0: what mid-century modern means, you Yeah, but it's mid-century
2: modern-like. Like, (laughs) Like, she gets, uh...
0: It's just, it's like industrial, rusty, like, fucking cabinetry.
2: But, but, no. But she also has furniture that 's mid mid century modern themed. she has edison light bulb she she 's trying to do this whole she has this this weird design aesthete that she 's going for but what what ends up happening is she picks up she like cherry picks garbage like she was walking by some abandoned building and they were renovating the building they gutted the place and all the frames the window frames these old window frames they just kind of threw out. In the trash, my sister went by. Made Jer get up. He'd just come home from work after an hour commute. He was in bed watching TV. Made Jer come meet her and carry these garbage frames back to her house. And now they're just they're sitting there,
0: covered with fucking bum urine and bed bugs.
2: Yeah, no, like bums, like that's that's where bums like ejaculate on, on the you know stuff that's discarded on the side of the <laughs> yeah. on the side of the road. Everything, yeah. you know, and and so my sister and picks it up. She brings it in her house, and now it's just in a corner of her living room, just this pile of crap, like these these window frames, these vintage window frames, and that's just one section of crap that she's accumulated. From yeah, these you, flea could, you couldn't
0: have a Super Bowl party there. No, there's too there, much there's stuff. No where to, there's nowhere to. And if you did sit on something, you would probably get tetanus.
2: <laughs> you 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 would probably get Locked tetanus off. and need to go in uh, or botulism or something. I mean you it's know? all
0: it's all this rusty metal shit. I mean you're talking about the window frames, but I did go to the flea market with them once, and yeah, she by the time they left, they had Jair's little scion, just full to the brim with all this rusty metal garbage.
2: Yeah, it's it's rusty metal garbage. It's this vintage industrial look that is what she's going for. Like, if you look in her, if you walk into her kitchen, when's the last time you were at their house?
0: When I stashed the Christmas tree there.
2: Oh, yeah, it was a while ago. No, she's accumulated so much more Two garbage. Years ago. Like, pounds of garbage since then. Yeah. Um, if you go into her kitchen, she she took, like, this old ladder. It's like this ladder that's from, like, I don't know, 1910.
0: And they hung it from the ceiling. Oh, I've seen that. That, That's been there for a long time. Yeah, but they put their pots and pans on it. Yeah, they hang their pots and pans from this old 1908, like, apple-picking ladder. Yeah, it's
2: an apple-picking ladder. But it looks like, you know, during an earthquake, that thing's going to fall. Oh, yeah. Probably
0: May, You don't don't want to be in their apartment in an earthquake.
2: But the audacity to, like... Make big Jair go to this flea market to go find it's this garbage. It's the garbage. last
0: Sunday, you know, weekend he gets to to do something for himself for the year, and so, then it's all like scrubbing her back in the bathtub from here on out.
2: Does she not? I mean, is she coming to your party? Does she not know that you have preparations to make for your Super Bowl party? <laughs> I don't. I don't think she cares. <laughs> is she coming? Are they thinking? Yeah, she she's
0: coming. Hmm.
2: How many people are coming to the party? I don't know. Like ten. <laughs> I have a theory, Wackerly, about why you throw these parties every year, and why? I don't think it's based on the size of your house. What's it based on? I think you are trying to compensate for that one Super Bowl party you threw back in '05 mm-hmm. that only you and I were there, and then uh, my girlfriend it up, up
0: every year. <laughs> <laughs> Get it out of your system.
2: <laughs> that is my best. That's my fondest memory of Super Bowl parties. Like when I look back at all the Super Bowl parties I've been to, that's my favorite one.
0: But, you know, and I, my tradition is to point out, I mean, how lame are you that you, you were, nobody else showed up, but you, <laughs> <laughs> I had nowhere else to go. Like that was, in my, everybody look, had something better to do except for you. I looked at
2: my MySpace events page oh, yeah. and in <laughs> my MySpace then, events, right. the only thing was wackily Super Bowl parties. I'm like, I'm, I'm excited about this. I'm going to show up with a jello parfait and a 12 pack of high life. And there was a whole, you know, you had like a whole array of food.
0: Yeah, no, table. everybody who's ever listened to the podcast knows <laughs> the story. <so. laughs>
2: Who was playing? Was it the Seahawks? They were playing, right? Oh, I don't remember. I think it was the Seahawks versus New England. If it, if if I recall correctly, I think that's what it was. And Probably. Then, I don't know where everyone else was. No one else showed, but then my uh, my girlfriend showed up, and she hated football.
0: I think that's what happened to everybody else, too. Like P-Town and Captain Carl or whatever the fuck. I, I never remember Our fucking friends podcast names their, their girlfriends were like I don't want to do that we're gonna watch sex in the city instead and they all they all caved yeah you know I
2: emailed P-Town I was like hey what are you doing P-Town for doesn't Super-
0: really do football
2: yeah I was like what are you doing because P-Town just bought a house perfect yeah, place shit. for a Super Bowl party right now, I can't do it in my apartment it's too small no. but uh, I emailed P-Town I was like what are you doing for the Super Bowl and he's like nothing when like, is you're it like, <laughs> you're not watching the Super Bowl he's like why I was like why <laughs> God, he's so emasculated. Touch- ever since he got married, he's right. he's now like a a, a gelding. I know. Yeah, cats. So wackily. Do you watch American Horror Story? You ever watch that?
0: I Coven. have watched it, but I don't. I wouldn't say I watch it. I think I've seen one or two episodes. I saw the one where the guy chopped his tongue out.
2: Okay, so in the most recent season, they they had this one called Coven, which is Coven, and towards the end of it, I'm not spoiling anything for people who haven't seen it, but. They, they go to hell. Like, they show this, this vision of everybody's personal hell. and what Isn't it Kathy is...
0: Bates' snatch? <laughs>
2: <laughs> that would be my heaven. <laughs> um, but, yeah, Kathy Bates' is hell. She plays uh, um, uh, Madame uh, Delphine LaLaurie. And her hell is she's, like, in a cage being tortured like the Negro slaves that she tortured. And it's just over and over again. It's like a loop.
0: <laughs> Negro is not the preferred nomenclature.
2: That's what they were called back then all right oh she even used (laughs) a a harsher word but anyway she had to be tortured like she tortured them and and just on repeat so i was wondering would if you had to go to your personal hell would it just be spending a super bowl party with me alone just us two you know over and over and over again is that why you're throwing all these big parties
0: i had a pleasant time (laughs) even though nobody showed up (laughs) it wasn't hell you know, I mean, you're close though. We'd be doing this podcast for the rest of anyway. <laughs> and, and, it's and, much and all, hell. the only topic we can talk about is the fucking Super Bowl party where only you showed up <laughs> for for infinite hours. For eternity. That's all we can talk Just about over and, and remember over what, again. those nuts that you had, <laughs> <laughs> dude. You made that seven layer Whackery bean dip. Oh, God. that's my for, like, favorite. The four, hour 412 and who was it again that played I, I think we talked about it 200 hours ago but i can't i forgot again
2: why didn't anyone show up just my girlfriend who hated football
0: where was Pete town again
2: <laughs> you know that's every girl's worst nightmare is that they're gonna throw a birthday party for themselves and no one shows i actually think that would be great i'd be like fuck it who cares right but hey okay,
0: thanks for reminding me i gotta take my birthday off of facebook soon
2: yeah, so you, so you can avoid all that. So which squadron are you rooting for? The Broncos. The Broncos? Why yeah. do you just are you just hate Seattle even though Seattle's never won a Super Bowl?
0: Cuz that guy Sherman is a cock and I want him to get his fucking legs broken.
2: It's all about Sherman then, right? If Sherman yeah. didn't open his mouth and if say he didn't this aspergic comment, I, I wouldn't care. Wow, well, okay, then you wouldn't care would you be no. rooting for Seattle?
0: I probably would just root for neither. I mean, I don't give a fuck at this point.
2: Yeah, I don't really have a vested interest in either team.
0: But now I do. Yeah. Because yeah. I want to see, see that guy Sherman like be like in uh, Jerry Maguire, you know? Just fucking immobile in the end zone.
2: I think Sherman has been vilified somewhat oh, in recent don't weeks. Don't
0: be a Sherman apologist. No, I'm, not, a I'm not
2: a Sherman apologist. I think there's, everybody, there's a lot of guys in there that are thugs. But I think you, I think you need to have a professional decorum when you're in, in that position. Because you have a lot of people watching you, and so this this video goes viral. Now he's trying just, to backpedal. It's, it's not
0: about being a thug or a decorum. I just like be a fucking good sport, you know.
2: <laughs> did you hear what uh, Sherman said about Manning?
0: Uh, no, I don't think I did.
2: He's like, I'm not worried about Manning. He's like, he throws a lot of passes that are ducks, and he doesn't. You know, he goes. I, What's I, a he,
0: duck? I heard that. It's just I heard that a term. flopping I know what football. About.
2: It's like a flopping football, and it just oh, doesn't... Well, it
0: looks like a duck fla- flapping its wings. Yeah,
2: rather than a perfect spiral. Okay. And uh, so Manning in a press conference is like, yeah, sure. I throw a lot of ducks. I also throw a lot of touchdowns because <laughs> <laughs> I think he's, he's, re- he's throwing the most touchdowns of any quarterback in a season.
0: The thing about Manning for me is he just looks like such a yokel. It's funny when they put him in ads, you know, because he's a famous quarterback. He's, he just looks like some guy who just came out of the barn, you know. I think he Bay and his hay. brother
2: both look like they have fetal alcohol syndrome.
0: Yeah, his head looks like a light bulb.
2: Yeah, but you you can't say you can't deny that man has skill on the football field. Yeah,
0: and his neck is fused to his spine. You know that, right? It's fused to his spine.
2: Why for yeah. just being he sacked so many his times? Neck.
0: Yeah, he had a big fucking neck injury, and they basically just just put a plate that like connects his neck to his the rest of his skeleton. He can't he can't twist his neck. Well, I didn't which even know seems like that. a skill that you need when you're a quarterback, especially a good one. Yeah, how does
2: he have peripheral vision then?
0: He doesn't. He has to turn his whole body. Watch him.
2: I'll have to check that. I had no idea. I'd never heard that yeah, before. Yeah. Is, is that why he was out for the whole season with the Colts? Yes. Yes. And so now exactly. he, has a, he has like a metal cyborg neck?
0: Yeah. And then people, you know, he came back and everybody's was like, wow, he's not going to be very good. And now, you know, he's probably going to win the Super Bowl.
2: Yeah. He's going to get his second ring. I mean, I, you know, honestly, I don't really care about either team, but Seattle did beat uh, the 49ers. A couple of weeks ago, it was embarrassing. I don't particularly like looking at Seattle fans with their safety sleeve tattoos and their horn rim glasses, their <laughs> smug attitude.
0: Now explain to people what a safety sleeve is. It's like a half
2: a half sleeve tattoo. It goes down just a little bit past their elbow. So
0: when you wear your work shirt, people yeah, can't see it. It's a
2: safety sleeve, and they, like all Seattle fans seem to have that because they go to like you know their jobs at Microsoft or Amazon they don't have to worry Bowie. about, you know, showing off their tattoos. Starbucks. Yeah. and they, <laughs> Starbucks they
0: do, corporate, I'm saying.
2: With their goatees. Ugh. Never like that team. <laughs> so I wouldn't mind seeing them lose again and not having a Super Bowl ring. I think that would be great. You know, you know, the 49ers are rooting for that. Yeah. Um,
0: but it, I don't even care about the 49ers that much. It's just, you know, that guy's a cock. I thought you were watching
2: it just for the uh, Bruno Mars Red Hot Chili Peppers halftime show.
0: I do like the advertisements. I usually tune out of the halftime show. It's always terrible. Oh, it's the, so the, bad. The, the, the Prince one was good, but that was several years back.
2: Yeah, I know they never have Slayer or Black Sabbath playing it. No, or Motorhead. It's if Motorhead, Motorhead played the halftime show, it would be the greatest football game of all time. That'll never happen. They gotta have Bruno Mars the you know, Red Hot Dick Peppers. Never I mean, why? You know, the, you
0: know what? Also, they never have. I'm not. I mean, I understand pop music and why they have pop music, but why not have someone like a hot chick? It's never a hot chick. They like, Beyonce why they, why, last why, year. Did they? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I forgot about that. Remember? You, were, you remember all those pictures? Completely disproved my point, you bastard.
2: Remember all those pictures that proliferated on the internet? Just some yes. bad shots yeah. of Beyonce, She's and like the publicists tried to suppress them, and then the yeah. internet just was like, "No, now we're going to start making a meme out of it."
0: I guess I was just thinking of like you know. If Katy Perry was out there with her boobs flopping all over the place, I might actually watch it. She has a great rack. Yeah, then. but no, like they bring out fucking Paul McCartney's shriveled. Tom Petty, husk. yeah, Tom Petty. It's like I, I have septuagenarian rockers. I have a soft spot for Tom Petty. Mick so Jagger, Mick Jagger is a
2: withered what husk writhing about on stage. Like we want to see that.
0: Yeah. What about yeah. Kiss? They've never played, right?
2: Yeah, actually, I want, to get, I want to get to that because uh, it's kind of a good segue here. Thank but, um, you know, after football, after football ends tomorrow, people like Big Jair, who are avid football enthusiasts, are going to, uh, to fall into the post-football depression, PFD. <laughs> Markley's gonna have some PFD or well, can, yeah, Jared's gonna have some PFD going on and my yeah. sister's gonna have to deal with it. One way to overcome your sister
0: loves it. I mean she revels in it.
2: Well, because then he has to focus all of his attention on her. Yeah. And her hoarding of vintage industrial garbage. Um, but one way to uh, overcome this post football depression is maybe maybe Jared should start watching arena football.
0: Your sister's going to kill kill you if Jared gets into (laughs) arena football.
2: A lot of people don't even know that not only is there a NFL, a National Football League, but there's also an AFL, the Arena Football League, which has been around for a long time. No one's really heard about it. And as a matter of fact, and this is a segue here, in L.A., there's a new arena football team called KISS L.A., or LA Kiss. is the Los Angeles Kiss. And it's a team now that's uh, owned by Paul Stanley and Gene Simmons of the band Kiss. They
0: own a football team. And they've named the band, or sorry, the the team, band, the team after their band. Yeah, the LA Which, like, Kiss. That's Listen, the other teams are the Arizona Rattlers, <laughs> San Antonio Towns. I'm not going to go through all of them. But like, you know, the San Jose Sabercats, normal sort of team names, but, you know, KISS buys a team and they have to name it after themselves because they're fucking ridiculous.
2: Oh, man, you know, it's another way to further corporatize their, their band. Like, let's let's make more merchandise for KISS because that's pretty much all KISS is. Right. It's a cash cow because no one gives a shit about their music anymore. <laughs> I mean, they, they they play their music probably at football stadiums and sporting right. events. Right. And uh, yeah, and let's just like let's. How else can we uh, further corporatize our music? Well, us get a football that, you know, it's
0: going to be now it's going to be meta because now you're going to be able to buy like the Kiss Team Football and the Kiss Team Football Jersey and the Kiss Football Team Helmet. you know, Again, do you know there's going to be a Kiss Helmet. helmet? Yeah,
2: I bet you there's going to be a Kiss Helmet with Gene Simmons mug on it. Probably all five of them. <laughs>
0: Like, you could get a Kiss tattoo and people would be like, oh, you're really into Kiss, the band? Like, no, I hate the band, but I love the football team.
2: (laughs) I would like to to see the wide receiver have those, like, big massive boots that Gene Simmons wears, so they're, like, eight feet tall with spikes coming out of their shoulder pads. Well, I
0: can only imagine what their fucking uniforms are going to look like. Well, as a matter of
2: fact, Paul Stanley is designing the uniforms, so you know they're going to be very gay.
0: (laughs) Wow, he's bald as fuck now. Is he? Yes. So he wears a wig, a toupee? I don't know. Here's a picture of him in a suit with just he looks like fucking Kojak. You know
2: there's going to be a lot of a lot of spandex here. Have you ever look at the Baltimore Ravens uh, uh uniforms? They got that black spandex. I bet you they're going to use the same type of Ravens uniforms but then start adding like gay kiss <laughs> sparkles lightning bolts and sparkles
0: and uniforms. Are the players going to be required to um paint their faces?
2: <laughs> you know, I was wondering about that. If the, if one of them's going to have to have a star over his left eye Oh Jesus. So the uh the, the, the season starts off, this is the first season, it starts off in March. So there's gonna be more football starting off, you know, in a month from now. And a lot of people feel like arena football is just kind of a tacky offshoot of real football, but there have been real players that have started there. Kurt Warner, who uh, played for the Cardinals for years, uh-huh. he came from arena football. Wow. So uh you know, there's a. Uh, they, you know, there are real players. These these are talented players. But the difference between arena football and NFL and the National Football League is uh, season seats for arena football sell so for ninety nine dollars for a package of ten
0: games. You pay ninety nine dollars once, and you get to go to every game. You get to go to ten games. I don't, I don't even think, think you you'd get a beer at the Super Bowl for ninety nine
3: dollars.
2: Kiss executives are considering painting the field black. So the field's going to be black, which would be kind of cool. I think they all they play indoors, so it's uh, it's all on turf. Yeah, that's why it's called arena football. arena yeah, or arena football, but uh so it's, it's just going to have a black field, uh Paul Stanley the, that makes
0: no you're not going to be able to see the ball.
2: I Man, I, I bet you the ball's going to be pink.
0: <laughs> have the member Paul Stanley and and the other one ever watched a football game ever? They just know there's
2: a lot of money in football, and here's another way to further brand, you know, uh, increase the the popularity and and worth of their brand.
0: Um, Do you know where this arena is going to be in relation to you?
2: Yeah, it's in Anaheim at the Honda Center. Oh, Jesus Christ! So it's not that far. I mean, it's kind of. Yeah, but Anaheim is shit. Yeah, but it's like an hour. It's like an hour drive in traffic. So right. Gene Simmons said, uh, "As a fast-paced, high-action band, this partnership with the AFL." Was an obvious fit for us. With arena football, you're most closer to the action. Sitting in the front row is like putting a folding chair on the hash mark of an NFL game. It's one of those sports when you, you can really experience a level of intensity, much like a live kiss show, Everything's which also has be about
0: him. thrilling, heart pounding action. He, does he really believe his own shit? <laughs> like, you're just a weak, old, frail man. Like, I think you he talk tough till you're fucking 80, but we all know what's going on here.
2: I think he believes his own shit is worth more than gold.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, it kind of is. I mean, he is a multi-billionaire, right? Millionaire.
2: I think it's Neil Hamburger has some joke about, like, uh, Gene Simmons just shitting out more Kiss merchandise. <laughs> and, and this is another way that he's just further, like, uh, shitting out more... <laughs> Uh, corporate exploitation of his his brand, his band. Like Kiss isn't even a band anymore; it's a brand. And and yeah, okay, I guess uh, you know this 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 AFL LA Kiss game is going to be like the NFL, but just with more rock slut middle aged rock sluts,
0: and herpes. Like that sounds so bad. No, I, I I'd go to check out a game. I can paint the to to feel black though. You can't. You won't be able to see anything.
2: He says, uh, Gene Simmons goes on to say, we've always tried to be a band that relates to everybody. And the AFL is built on that premise. Hmm. So LA used to have an arena football team called the Avengers, but they closed shop seven years ago, declared bankruptcy. And they've, uh, yeah, they've just kind of, they they said they're going to retool the team and it's just nothing ever happened with it. But as you mentioned before, there are arena football uh, teams in, I don't know, how many states? 20 states?
0: <clears throat> it looks like about 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. Three of the teams are all in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> Which you can kind of, you know, makes a lot of sense. With the Jacksonville pre- sexual predators? One, one of them is the Orlando predators. Nice. The Jacksonville um, team is called The Sharks. The Sharks. Yes.
2: Did you say the uh, Philadelphia Soul? You know the Phil- the Philly yeah, Soul, Soul used to be owned by uh, Bon Jovi, Speaking right? But you'll notice rockers. he didn't
0: rename the team the Philadelphia Bon Jovi because he's not that big of a dickhead. Yeah, but he named his whole band Bon Jovi.
2: I'm surprised he hasn't That's done that. True. Um, well, one reason why I'm I'm, I'm going to go to one of these games anyway, just for the spectacle of it, and because it'll probably cost me for one game like fourteen dollars. Um, but but one of the other reasons why Maybe I might they'll go Maybe I'll pay the game. you just to
0: make it look like the seats are full.
2: <laughs> <For TV. laughs> Do you think instead of playing, you know how like uh, NFL games always have all the you know, there's popular rap songs that they play and then they always play like you know, the other big arena sports rock songs that they play Gary, a
0: lot of Gary Glitter at hockey. At least. Yeah,
2: Gary Glitter like na 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 na. Yeah. Hey. But I uh, do you think, now. huh
0: no 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 Do you think for the LA I'm Kiss games
2: it's just going to be only Kiss songs and that's it? Of course it's only going to be Kiss songs. God, if I was if I if I was like the I don't know the DJ there, the guy that the music supervisor, I would slip in just I don't know. And a lot Cooper of people are really into there.
0: Kiss, especially maybe guys our age and maybe a little older. I just I, don't I never it. got it. No, I like Kiss. <laughs> Do I appreciate you? KISS.
2: Yeah, no, I like KISS. They're in Detroit Rock City. They play, you know, they're, they're a band song, that love Detroit. a kind of
0: cheesy. They are cheesy. They're glam. I, yeah, I don't mind like so. KISS. I um, guess you know what you're getting into when you listen to KISS.
2: But yeah, you know what I don't like? I don't like Gene Simmons. I don't like the exploitation of his band. It's like, you know, Sabbath. Sabbath could have done the same type of thing. It's just, it devalues the whole band. It's like now it's like, oh, God, really? What else are you yeah. going to merchandise? Kiss toilets? Kiss... They make kiss I'm coffins? i there's a kiss toilet out there somewhere. Yeah,
0: kiss shitters. There's a kiss coffin that somebody has. Yeah, they, right? they
2: make kiss coffins. It's like, what else are you going to further merchandise, Gene? Like, come on. I, he, I wonder he, what the rest of the band thinks about it.
0: He merchandises children
2: on that stupid show. The Family Jewels. He merchandises himself and his own family. Oh, He's just an asshole. He gives Jews a bad name. He didn't marry a porn star. She was hot. And had day. Kids. I forget Who her name. Who does that? <laughs> I do forget her name. But anyways, quarterback. speaking of quarterbacks here, and one of the reasons why I, I would probably go check out LA Kiss game, the uh, LA Kiss has offered Tim Tebow a slot as quarterback. Because Tim <laughs> Tebow, really fit. I don't know what Tim Tebow is doing right now, but I don't think he's, uh, he's definitely not playing the NFL.
0: So, <sighs> he's so promising at one time, that one.
2: Yeah, you're going to have, you know, Gene Simmons, Paul Stanley being the owner of the team. You he know he got almost Tim got a boarded, quarterback. right? <laughs> did he?
3: Yeah.
0: I mean, what, a, what a great That's loss why he's so to football. Religious.
2: What a great loss to football. Look,
0: look what happened to him.
2: So there you go, people. No need to be depressed after uh, this Sunday, after uh, the Denver Broncos annihilate the Seahawks. No need to be depressed that you're going to have to wait till uh, August to start watching football again. Now you can go to arena football. It starts in March. Yeah. LA Kiss I wonder if like other you know I bet you arena football would be cool if other bands started getting teams you know and so yeah. every city another band had a team and right. so it was actually a battle of the bands but in, with uh, football teams right I would be interested in that
0: I really wouldn't <laughs> <laughs> doesn't seem like it would be much more interesting
2: once again well, what do I know maybe it would be cool Lance Wackley, professional hater Uh, People are listening to uh, episode 417 here of Sick and Wrong. we got a special surprise for you. I read an article the other day about um, a man in Midland, Michigan, which is Wackerly's hometown. Yeah. Um, He saw a Bigfoot. Actually, he's seen many Bigfoots. He started laying out pizza traps. like He he puts pizza out for the Bigfoots to come by, and he gets uh, hair samples in his pizza. He collected all this evidence. He went over to the uh, Midland Police Department and was like, hey... I want you to DNA test this Bigfoot scat, these Bigfoot pizza boxes, yeah. and um, verify that I've seen Bigfoot. And the, the police were like, "Actually, we only do DNA testing for real crimes. So would you leave, please?" Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, it's not
0: really a crime for a Bigfoot to eat some pizza that you left in your yard.
2: No, and the, the, the technically that's not a crime. But anyway, I, I read that, uh, that that a Bigfoot researcher named Matthew Smith investigated the uh the sighting here in midland michigan like an objective opinion yeah he interviewed the guy he examined the bigfoot scat and uh we're gonna talk to him which is
0: a fancy term for the bigfoot shits (laughs) bigfoot shits which i imagine if you if they
2: have feet that big how big do you think their dumps are
0: depends if they only eat plants i've well if he's eating pizza quite large yeah i bet you uh
2: yeah I, I, I wonder, you know what this guy should do? He should leave beer out for him, Because if they're eating pizza, why not, why not allow them to have beer? Once you get you a get drunk...
0: TV out there. Yeah, but you get a drunk center.
2: Bigfoot, then you're going to be able to capture them.
0: Well, what if it... No, it could go the other way. I mean, you could, get a, you could have a drunk Bigfoot, you know, rampaging around your yard. A right. drunken rampage.
2: Leave out some Jaeger. So pat, roof him. <laughs> oh, who knows? Anyway, we're going to talk to Matthew Smith Jr. about Bigfoot's about the BFRO, Bigfoot Field Research Organization. And uh, we're going to talk about uh, Anthony Padillo here in Midland, Michigan, and find out, did he really see a Bigfoot? Okay. So um, uh, we'll be talking to him right after this. Here's a word from our sponsor.
4: Hey, kids, do you like sex toys? Yeah! Then go to adamandeve.com and make a purchase using coupon code DIDDLE. You'll get 50% off your first item three free adult dvds free shipping and a gift so sensual i can't even mention it on this podcast about murder and bukaki. support sick and wrong by supporting our sponsor adamandeve.com and making a purchase with coupon code diddle that's diddle d-i-d-d-l-e like your uncle used to do to you
2: Matthew, how, how's it going? It's D. Simon and Lance Wackley oh, coming from <laughs> Sick and Wrong.
3: Hey, how you, going? How you doing?
2: Hey, uh, thanks for being on the show today. Oh, uh, thanks for having me. Yeah, so you're you're a Bigfoot researcher, Bigfoot investigator. Yeah,
4: research, researcher slash investigator. You know, on my spare time, I like to meet up with witnesses and, and you know, get information from them. And then basically, you know, Get back in touch with them and maybe you know look around at the uh, the place where they you know supposedly seen the creature. You know look around the area and that's basically what I do. You know I do it here in Genesee County, Michigan,
0: and you uh, know there's not guy. a lot of
4: sightings in Genesee County, but if you go north a, a bit, you know there's that's where all the sightings start to pour in, and so that's what I do. I am just an, an investigator, slash researcher, basically.
3: Yeah, I imagine
2: a lot of. I bet you there's a lot of sightings up in the UP.
4: Oh, yeah, yeah, the Upper Peninsula, um, yeah, they have a lot of – it's infamous for, you know, sightings and such um, because, you know, like they say on the, the Finding Bigfoot show, um, you know, it's it's only 3% of the state's population up there. So, you know, if you take if you take 100% and you take 3% away, you know, that basically means that it's all untouched land up there. So, you know, if a, if a creature like a Sasquatch, you know, were to be roaming around, that would be the perfect habitat for it because – you know they 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 want that cover. Yeah, it's not know? as
2: dense. There's there's not as many people. So Matt, let's get a little bit of background here about Bigfoot. What what is Bigfoot supposed to be? I mean, he's described as a large, hairy ape-like creature, between well, six and nine feet tall. Is he an ape man? Is he a mythological creature? Well, what is he? Well,
4: the um, basically the stories go back, you know, all the way to you know my great grandparents, my great great grandparents, so. You know? They tell stories about, you know, going up north and, you know, hearing screams in the woods. And, and basically, you know, from I've never seen one myself. You know, I, I believe I've come close to one before. I believe, you know, because I've heard a vocalization before. And I believe I've come a little bit close to one. You know, it could have been a human doing that. But, you know, I just started a couple of years ago doing this.
3: Mm, but basically,
4: from, from the information I've gathered, eyewitness testimony, because, you know, evidence really doesn't lie. And um, you know it's supposed to be you know a, you know apex you know creature you know like, uh, bipedal, standing upright you know about eight foot to nine foot tall you know some of them range a little bit shorter than that, basically you know it's it's kind of like a, a mix between a bear and a human I guess um, you know it's got human character characteristics kind of like you know they got. You know, long you know, long legs like some of us do, and they got kind of like long arms, and mm. they kind of got like a some say a human face, you know, like like a bigger nose, and but it's covered you know, in and hair and, and, though, right? Yeah, yeah, and covered in hair, and basically, you know, I I kind of uh, look at it as um, kind of like a gorilla, but but it can walk and, and you know be like a human. So More yeah, upright. I always imagine you know, like a gorilla, but it can walk, you know, on, on you know, hind legs, basically. So, What does
0: is, what is a Bigfoot eat, or do we think it eats? Well,
4: you know, I, uh, I've i heard a lot of people here in Michigan say that, uh, that Bigfoots, you know, they'll eat, you know, porcupine, they'll eat, uh, you know, berries. I've had a lot of those where people are saying, yeah, wow. you know, I've had, a, you know, a berry tree and a little berry bush or whatever and a, a bunch of, uh, you know, Hair samples were found by it, and so uh, so forth. And basically, they they say it's apples. They eat apples, um, and they also eat deer too. You know, so they're a Omnivorous. People. What's that?
2: They're omnivorous creatures.
4: Yeah. So like they'll they'll eat uh, they'll eat like you know like the berries and the plants also, but on top of that they'll eat the meat too. But are so, are, are, are they know.
2: attacking people's dogs or or? cows or anything like that
4: well here in michigan i've never heard of that but what i heard here in michigan uh, a couple times like a couple people up in uh, when i investigate that midland county that's my recent report that i've investigated right now
2: yeah i do want to uh, get to he, that in a little bit
4: yeah he he basically says that you know the dogs they'll bark at them or the dogs that you know go go at the, the back porch and they'll scare at the woods and they'll turn their head you know and they'll they'll bark and And there's there's been a lot of times where, uh, basically, there's been sightings. um, People have had their dogs with them, and the dogs are, like, scared to go in the woods. But, you know, I've never really heard of, you know, a a Bigfoot or a Sasquatch, you know, attacking people's dogs. But uh, the only thing I've heard of attacking any animal is deer. Like, I've uh, been shown pictures of, like... um, you know, it's it's gone from the, the, the rear of the deer and it's, like, ripped the insides out. And it's just, like, Dang. done different things hmm. that, like, humans can't do or, like, other animals can't do, even, like, a bear, because it's, like, you have to have like thumbs and you have to have, like, that grip to do it. And it's just, like, it's it can't be done, you know. And it's just, like, it's weird stuff. But are,
2: are these creatures supposed to be intelligent? Like, are they able to communicate?
4: Well, from what I from what I, like, understand from people, you know, they see it, and then next second it's gone. So they've got to be a little so bit a ninja. smart, you know, from from what I believe, and you know, from what from what I hear from people from like Michiganders, you know, they um, you know they they communicate through you know vocalizations and whatnot, and they'll do like screams, like the you know Anthony Padilla. He was telling me that the female has like a high pitch scream, and then the uh, basically the male has like a a broader like a siren kind of scream and he says he hears it you know a couple times a week hmm. you know and then you have the juvenile that has like the screams kind of like it's it's going through puberty kind of you know i guess so but but yeah they they communicate by doing that and they also communicate by doing um from what i hear they communicate by doing like wood knocks back and forth with each other and uh basically you know like okay i'm hitting hitting this okay i'm here where are you you know kind of Kind of deal, yeah, like a Morse code, yeah, kind kind of like that. I mean, that, I mean, hundreds of people have described that, you know, throughout, throughout Michigan, throughout the United States, North America as a whole, even including in Canada, from some of the reports that other researchers have done. So, hmm.
2: so what's the proper term we should be using here? Bigfoot, Sasquatch, Yeti, abominable snowman.
4: Well, I um, the two words that I use is Sasquatch from Bigfoot because the North American Indians um, they refer to it as Sasquatch or hmm. the, the walking bear, which I think is kind of cool. Um, they call it the, the walking, walking bear, bear because you know it kind of looks like a bear, but you know bears can't walk on two legs you know, right. for long periods of time. So, so it's referred to as Sasquatch, you know, in parts of Canada and parts of like in the northern part of the United States, and then it's referred to like down in Texas, and down in, like, the southern, it's referred to, like, Bigfoot. So, you know, it's the same thing. It's the same. And then the Yeti, you know, you got the Yeti over in, uh, you know, the other parts so of in the country. the Himalayas, countries. yeah. And, yeah, and then you have, you know, like, the, uh, you know, uh, what's, I can't think of the Yeti, uh, the Yowie in Australia. Hmm. So you have, like, the Yowie. So it's just, like, different terms. And, you know, like, in Ohio, they call it, you know, that's a state, a single state sign in the country, they call that the Grassman. Hmm. So...
3: Hmm.
4: You know, it's it's people people get different nicknames and they get those through uh, newspaper titles. Like they'll say something or people quote it and the newspaper put it in there like Grassman, Man, Man, Big Man, you know, whatever it may be. People, the newspapers will quote that and then people will just stick with it. So
2: So you've been doing this for a couple of years.
4: Yeah, a couple of years. I I've I've gotten interested in it and I just you know, it's something that that I like to join my spare time because I want to get to the bottom of it because like these people say they're there. And if they're there, I want to be you know part of the discovery of, okay, they are there, you know, but I can't do that until I get enough evidence.
2: Well, what got you into it? Like what, what sparked your interest in uh, Bigfoot research? What
4: really sparked my interest was, um, you know, obviously the finding Bigfoot TV show, but even before that, um, I just, my grandparents have always told me stories of, you know, they've, they have a, a cabin up in the Kalkaska Traverse City area in Michigan, and they've told me stories, you know, about, you know, how they've heard screams in the woods and how their neighbors have seen something cross the road and, you know, two or three steps, and it's just like, it's always been there in my childhood, and then like with this, with this show coming out, it kind of gives you a more Idea of what's going on, and then obviously um, the BFRO, Matt Moneymaker's organization. He has set up. You know, that's like a it's a great organization, and it, it you know it, it gets a lot of people involved, and it helps out a lot more. And just it, different aspects. You know, basically to sum it up, to, to answer your question, basically um, through the TV show and through a bunch of stories and just a bunch of witnesses. You know, people talking about it, newspapers sightings, all that. If you, if you conjunct all into one, that's basically why I'm interested in it. And it's just an awesome topic.
3: Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's definitely... New,
4: new, new animals and species are found every year. I mean, they didn't think that giant squid was real, but then when it washed up on shore, everyone was like, wow. You know, yeah. so it's like, if this if this could be real, you got thousands, uh, hundreds of thousands of eyewitness testimony. Yeah, you many know, sightings. Even, even, you know, 20 minutes from my house, there, there was a sighting. So, I mean, it's just, it's a cool thing, and I, I I wanna I wanna do it, and I love it, and it's it's not you know well, it's it's not that it's I believe an, in it a hundred percent, but
2: it's an interesting hobby, and you know a lot of scientists. Yeah. There are some scientists who 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 do claim to believe the, in the existence of Bigfoot, but most claim that it's a combination of folklore, misidentification, and hoax. But the myth has been perpetuated throughout cultures for many years. So well, I need more things to It's it.
4: really. Like, like I say, I don't believe in it hundred percent but but it's just like I love being in the woods and it's just like I want I want to I want to believe but I just I can't until I have the evidence and I want to find it myself so that's why I do that and I I love meeting new people while doing it I love talking with people you know it's just it's a great thing to get into and then you know there's just you get to meet new people you get to travel you get to go to different towns you get to go in people's woods you know obviously with their permission and you get to uh, you know look at new land, and it's just and the cultures like you were saying, the Indians um, back in you know whenever they were they were around in the area where they were talking about Bigfoot, they um uh, had those cave paintings where they would take the rocks or like they'll take like the the paint the paint material the oily stuff
3: mm-hmm. and they
4: would paint um, p- you know pictures that depict you know them sitting next to a fire, and then they would paint like uh, trees, and then behind the trees would be a tall figure and it looks just like a you know like a Bigfoot kind of and it's like um you know it's a tall and it's got like droopy eyes and it's and uh, it's got like hair covered on it. And it's just like if all the things that Indians say, you know, the, everything else they have they have drawn and whatever, and all that's real. Yeah but it so could be like, like why the, would they be making that up? But you never but, know. You know. It could like, be
2: it could be their deformed brother Waldo or something.
4: Yeah could be it could be you know, um, a bear, you never know. I mean, the bear might have stood up on hind legs at that given moment, and they might have just drawn the bear, but it's just like, you know, and then, and then you hear, I like, Anthony up in Midland County, his wife and him are part of the Indian tribe up there, the Chippewa Indians. Mm-hmm. And it's just like all of theirs, all their, you know, Indian friends, all of them have stories, and they believe it, and they think it's like a spiritual creature. And it's like they have a special connection with them because they were the first ones to settle here, hmm. and so they would be the, they would be the first group of people to see it if it if it was real
2: so so Matthew, you've claimed you've never actually seen any indisputable evidence here what's the closest the closest piece of evidence you've seen that might make you think Bigfoot's real
4: um I would have to say let's see here the closest piece of evidence i see uh, probably would be footprints. Um, I've gotten a lot of footprints sent in to me, and uh, you know they've put in scale items next to them. And what, what I notice of footprints is basically you can't. We, we, when us humans, when we wear our shoes, our uh, like our pinky toe on our on our on our feet, they uh, tend to like curve in, you know, to the left, and you know, to the left, to the right. And you do that by wearing shoes. It's just a thing that we develop. And, uh, the tracks that I've seen aren't like that. And, um, there'd be like a trail of them. And, you know, I'd get pictures sending me on my Michigan Bigfoot Researchers page. And they, all of them would be different. So it's not like a cardboard cutout. And, you know, like a cardboard cutout would be like all the same. And, uh, it's not like that. It's like, it's like they're, they're all the same, but they're all different imprints. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. So I mean, have the to size say that, of the feet
2: or just the, the, the oh, no, shape no, no, of no, not toes. the size,
4: but just like the, the way the toes like move into the ground, like the mud, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Like if it were to be a cardboard cutout, toes. it would just be stamp, 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 and it would just be all the same. I'm seeing the same toes, the same feet, but it's just like a different, how it indents into the ground. You know what I'm saying? It's so yeah, kind of like did. a living toe.
2: Huh. Well, I mean, skeptics can point Skeptics point out that it's fairly easy to fake a, a, a footprint. I mean, you could make these prosthetic feet
4: Yeah, you know, tap people, the people say, you know, it, it is easy. And that's why you can't go by, it. okay, okay, here's a footprint. A guy gave you a footprint from Midland or a guy gave you a footprint from Celcastle. Okay, they're real. You can't do that. You got you to gotta have like, a video of it, pictures, you know, and you got you got to have like a lot of proof. Wait, even,
2: even footage, though, isn't necessarily indisputable. Well, yeah, that,
4: like, yeah, footage is very questionable also. But, it, you know, if you take a really close, like the patterson Gimlin, we've had that, we've, us researchers, we've reviewed that so many times. And it's not been, okay, people say it's fake, but it's not been proven to be fake. And people say it's, you know, it's real, but it's not been proven to be fake either.
2: Yeah, they, so, didn't they say that the guy who's the special effects designer for Planet of the Apes, that was one of the hoaxes he was he was pulling? Like, he he no, somebody they, just...
4: They never, no, they never said that. Well, they never they, proved uh, well, that. No, they, ne- no they, never, like, they never said that was, like, proved. Like, they, they were saying that, but then the guy was saying that, basically, you know, he was making it up. And then he was saying, so his story was going everywhere. Yeah. But, you know, the Finding Bigfoot cast, they actually met up with... Uh, uh not Patterson. He was uh, deceased at the time, but they met up with uh, Gimlin, and he, you know, basically took him to the location and, you know, he was telling about it and he even said he would take a lie detector test. I actually th- I think he did. I'm not really sure if he did or not, but I think, you know, I, I, I don't think the guy's lying. I really don't. Just a so.
2: point of reference. This is that famous, iconic photo of Bigfoot just walking through the woods. Wackerly, well, you've seen that before, haven't you? Sure, everybody has. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's a famous picture. It was taken in uh somewhere in Northern California, like big bluffs or something like that. I actually think Bobcat Goldthwait went up there and just did a documentary about Bigfoot. So that
4: that's the one I'm talking about, the Patterson Gimlin one.
2: Yeah, that that, that the Patterson Gimlin is uh that that's yeah, the it was footage. in Bluff
4: Creek, California.
2: Bluff Creek, that's where it was. And that, that was taken that wasn't from the sixties. So but I mean yeah, stuff, yeah. hoaxes had perpetuated about Bigfoot for a long oh, time. Oh yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. When this when this T V show come out Man, oh, man, you would not believe. There was... There was um, they had this new segment, actually, on Finding Bigfoot on Animal Planet. It's called Rejected Evidence. And it, the executive producer, Keith Hoffman, he hosts it. And basically, he puts on air, like, he'll put, like, a you know 20-second gig or a 30-second gig on there, and he'll be like, um, yeah, you know, this is a rejected evidence that we can send into us. And it's, like, a five-second video of, like, a little thing, like a Bigfoot running, or what they claim is a Bigfoot running across. And it's obviously you know, gorilla suits because you can tell, I mean, you can tell, you can see the plastic <laughs> and it's just like, like it's, those, those are the things that, you know, and people do want attention. They do. Well, especially they want, now. They want attention, And it's just like, especially now with the
3: TV show, you know, Yeah, know, the, the TV show and
2: YouTube. And especially, uh, I, re- I read that spike TV is starting a new show called the yeah, $10 million the, Bigfoot uh, bounty.
4: Yeah. I watched a couple episodes actually. And, and you know, it's not, it's not that out of a show, but you know, it, it's you know, shows. shows I think it's going to incite a lot
2: of people though to uh, try to get yeah, either fakes yeah, and bigfoot to, footage or find it's something.
4: It's going to definitely have a, um, a lot of people, you know, want to go out there because they think if they see a little bit of evidence, they can get to ten million. And I think that's what they uh, they don't understand and they have to actually be on the show to get it.
2: Well, like this guy from uh, Midland here, Anthony Padilla, who you you went and uh, investigated his evidence. He claims that Bigfoot's on his property and that he he put up – like he set up pizza boxes. Bigfoot was eating the pizza. Um, He had found Bigfoot scat on his property. What, what, What do you think of all this, Matthew?
4: Well, this is what people don't understand, um, and and I don't think a lot of people know about this. Now, I'm not saying I'm not backing Anthony up, and I'm not saying he's a hundred percent true because I still have yet to do another investigation with him because obviously the snow here in Michigan and temps are in the negatives. It's just very he's, bad. Condition. He seems a bit wacky to me.
3: Is, is yeah, he... you
4: can be outside for five minutes and your are So I'm I'm meeting up with him in a little you know a couple of weeks. But basically, what I know about Anthony. Is you know he's had people think that he's just coming out with this just because of the ten million dollar Bigfoot bounty, and and I understand that because you know people you know they have every right to think that, but what they don't realize is um, some other Bigfoot researchers in two thousand and nine were called to his house to investigate um, his sightings and other sightings about a mile away from him, hmm. and and the, no, no neither the Finding Bigfoot Show on Animal Planet or the $10 million Bigfoot Bounty was on television at the time. So there was no way, you know, that he would try to get attention. What happened was is there he had a sighting. He told, you know, a neighbor or whatever. And then, um, you know, the neighbor said he saw something, too, or whatever, you know, down the road. And then the BFRO investigated it, basically. And, you know, they investigated it. And, uh, you know, I don't whether you know they they don't have his sightings scheduled in there, but they have other sightings um, about I would say less than a mile away from his property on there, and they I don't I don't think they ever did a follow up with Anthony. I'm not sure, but um, but this was in 2009, like I said. That, this is a that few years ago. He yeah, seems it was a few he, years ago. So I mean, if you know, and and that's the only thing that really gets me about Anthony is that you know. If 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 he didn't have a sighting he didn't tell no one in two thousand nine he'd just come out with it, then yeah, he would probably just want the ten million dollars and he would he would be all gung the whole about that T V show. But being that he had sightings four, five, six years ago and then now he, you know, now he's just retelling his stories because the show is out, you know, he's just retelling his stories. He's not saying, Oh, this just happened. He's retelling his stories. He put yeah. the pizza boxes out a long time ago and he's kept them ever since.
2: And he went, he went to the police station with these pizza boxes yeah, and the Bigfoot to, scat to try to get to them the to verify
4: station. it. Yeah, he went to the police station a long time ago, too. <laughs> and then he went there again once he put out more pizza boxes and they were all folded and such. It seems, so, it seems a bit
2: wacky to me. So, so um, did you get to examine any of this evidence? Did you get to see the Bigfoot scat?
4: Yeah, I, uh, I've gotten to. He, he showed me what he claims the scat. And he also showed me. What does it me, look um, like? It's um, it kind of looks like berries and such, you know, all clumped up actually. Hmm. Um, but I'm probably gonna get some of that, and hopefully we can get some of it tested. Honestly, because if it's like a porcupine or something, and you know, then obviously. I imagine those things
2: are big creatures. They're nine feet tall. They may, I mean, they must take a big dump. But I mean, is there like spite, like like quills sticking out of it, and berries in there?
4: Yeah, yeah, it's, like, it's all clumped up together, and, uh, you know, and then he, he also has pizza boxes with uh, with hair on it that I collected, so.
2: What's the deal with that? Like, he was setting it up as traps, like, putting pizza boxes out there, and they were just coming over and being like, sweet, this pizza's way better than a porcupine.
4: Yeah, so, so basically, he, he gave me some of the pizza boxes, and I looked at some of them, and I found a bunch of hair on them, but I don't think they're... Uh, I don't think they, they might not be Bigfoot. I'm not really sure, but they might not be what he claims it is. But you know what? It's worth looking into because if there's other sightings in the area and he's not the only one, then you never know.
2: So. Well, you know, Wackerly, my co host over here, is from Midland. And yeah. Wackerly, you, I mean, I'm sure you've seen a few women who could be considered Sasquatch in some of the Midland bars up there. <laughs> uh, that's
0: probably true. But, uh, you never know. <laughs> and, and they eat and a lot of pizza. They're usually not out in the middle of winter eating pizza. Yeah, the but ground, they eat though. a lot
2: of pizza in the winter. Yeah, inside. Well, that's true.
0: So, <laughs> and I'm, and you know, I mean, you've eaten pizza with your girlfriends. How, how much of their hair winds up in the box? Well, that's a the lot. thing,
2: but, but they do. I mean, I guess there would, is there what, Matthew, was there a lot of hair in the box? Yeah.
4: Uh, well, what, what happened was is, um, he claims, he claims the creature folded it up, and then he said he didn't want to touch it from there, so he put gloves on, and put it in a plastic bag. Well, I took it home, and I put some gloves on also, and I cut it down the center. And when I opened it up at the inside, I that's when all the hair started to—I seen yeah. all the hair.
2: So. Did it look like human hair?
4: No, it didn't actually. It looked like either a, like a bear or, um, you know, or you know, what he claims it is. You know, really, I mean, from it, it, either it's either. You know, it's either bear or it could be deer or it could be, you know, porcupine, raccoon, or you know, you just never know really. Yeah. It's until you test it, you can't get a clear answer because obviously, I was out there, and he obviously doesn't have any trail cameras in the area, um, yet. But but he claims that if you put out trail cameras, then um, you'll scare the creature away. So what I'm going to do is, is I'm going to put it in a beehive or something. I'm going to I'm going to put some trail cameras on his property
2: yeah disguise it. You might actually catch some uh, some footage you could use. I also read that there's a guy named Rick Dyer who claimed that he shot and killed Bigfoot in San Antonio, Texas. You heard about this guy
4: yeah, I've heard about him we we've, we've all all of us researchers have heard about him. He's on Fox News every couple of years. um What do you what, think of him?
2: What, Is he a hoaxer?
4: well you know i like like i say i never I've never met the guy so but but what I can say. Is once you pull a hoax off, once you pull a hoax off and you you admit to it that, oh, yeah, it was a hoax, I was just goofing off, you are never going to get any respect or have people believe you if you come up a couple years later and you claim to have a sighting.
2: Yeah, you probably lost all credibility at that point.
4: Yeah, yeah, you lost all your credibility. You're you're never going to get that same respect again. And, you know, and it kind of sucks for us Bigfoot researchers because it's the stupid reports and the stupid sightings that make television. Oh, yeah, this guy, you know, he was drinking a beer and then he's seen a Bigfoot, you know, and it, or he was drinking moonshine and he's seen a Bigfoot. And it's <laughs> yeah. just like, you have people out there that are honestly seeing these creatures and they will take a lie detector test. They will risk their life to tell people that these, and they get emotional about it. That, yes, I seen it. I know what I seen. I know what I saw. I know. I know. And then you get these people that, oh, yeah, I saw a Bigfoot. Oh, well, yeah, I just had 12 beers. And then those are the people that make the news and the people that are, you know, could be possibly telling the truth don't make the news. And that's what frustrates me because when people see that, they're like, oh, just another Looney bird claiming he saw Bigfoot. You know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah, it just kind of delegitimizes any, any kind of their, any, yeah, any claim certainly. to claim Bigfoot. Like,
4: yeah, exactly. So, so it's just like, it's kind of frustrating, but, you know, it could, is what it is, and, it, it, wow. I think it's
2: also. I mean, it's it's obviously sparked this public's fascination with Bigfoot. But have you heard about this? wackily, well, you might have heard about this too. A woman. She's a, she's an author. She claims she. Well, she makes thirty grand a month from writing this Bigfoot erotica. Have, have you heard <laughs> about this that, monster yeah. porn? You heard about this? No, anthem? I haven't.
0: I haven't heard about that. Yeah, she's in writes Colorado these, or something, right?
2: Yeah, she lives in Colorado and she writes this book series. Um, one of one of the books, her most popular one, is called "Come for Bigfoot." And uh, it's it's Bigfoot erotica. It's just uh, about women She's having trying to sex cash with Bigfoot. In on you
0: know like uh, the Twilight type of uh, thing. Well, see, things. see, those are the type of people that just try to get attention. Honestly, yeah, thirty grand and a month just, though. It's literary so aspirations. Yeah. I, yeah, I just
2: wonder though. Do you think Bigfoot? I mean, just to say hypothetically that you know, Bigfoot's a sexual creature and he exists. Do you think Bigfoot would have sex with a human? No.
4: No, <laughs> see see that's see that's. This is where, this is where what I just said, you know, people make a really tuned stuff and then they'll, they'll tell people, this is where we lose all that credibility. And it starts with people like this.
2: Yeah. Who's right. And in it's these, just
4: these like books. this stupid little, little stuff, you know, that people do. And that, that's, that's where all this credibility gets lost. And that's where people turn the channel, honestly. Yeah. And, um, and, 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 and I think that, I think that people just, um, they kind of, make up make up some stuff and they kind of just run with it honestly but you know if she's making money then so be it you know i'm glad she's successful but i just don't think that you know that's that's the way to go honestly but whatever
2: so uh tell me about the bfro how do you become a member like what is the bf what does it stand for bigfoot field research Organization? Researchers
4: organization. Yeah, I'm not, uh, I'm not really a part of that 100% yet. I just, like, I report back to them or I'll give them tips on where to look into. Um, but basically, the BFRO, um, you know, from what I've learned and everything, it's basically just like a group that they have investigations each year and they just invest, kind of like the same thing that I do. They'll just look, talk to witnesses and then they'll finalize a report and they'll put it on their website. So that's basically what it is. And you can become a member by which I'm going to be attending this year. um, If there is an expedition and expeditions where you go with about 30 to 40 people and you split up and you have like all the state of the art equipment and you basically you just go where there's high activity in your state and you just go with a big group of people and you camp out there, I think for a week or so and, and then if they think you're worthy enough and they think that they can use you as an investigator or researcher, then you join the researchers' organization. If they think that, you know, you're just a waste of time, you're getting in the way, then they'll, you know, tell you to try again next time. So hmm. it's kind of like you had an audition for it, but, you know, you're not really auditioning. But,
2: yeah, yeah. Well, you know. hopefully, you get, hopefully you get into it and hopefully you find some uh, evidence that uh, Bigfoot exists. All right, well, Matthew, last question here. Super Bowl, who's going to win, Denver or Seattle?
4: Honestly, I I really, I really don't want to say because I just don't want. I you don't want know. to jinx it? I don't know really.
2: Who are you I, rooting for?
4: Um, I'm kind of I'm still open minded at this time. I don't know. I think <laughs> Seattle has a good chance. The same time the Broncos do. I really I really don't know. Really, it'll be I a guess good we'll game. just have to wait and see. I'm kind of one of those fans that you know they just want to wait and see instead of just rooting for a team. Kind of.
2: I kind of wish the Lions were there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so matthew you got a you got a youtube page with a bunch of videos of your um your your Bigfoot research right
3: yeah yeah what, what's your what YouTube i page? do
2: is
4: i uh it's um it's you can search it by going to the channel section and searching uh matthew smith jr under the channel section i actually started those videos a while back okay and basically so you what i that do out. is i just put some of my investigations on there and you know, I don't put all my investigations on there. I don't put the witnesses on there, but hopefully um, that can start getting a little bit bigger and a little bit more serious. Because I know a lot of people don't really take it seriously on there, but uh, but you know that's one thing. I do my videos kind of like to by other people.
2: Yeah. Um, and you got a Twitter page so, too,
4: right? Yeah, I have a Twitter page. It's um, at Michigan Bigfoot. At
2: Michigan and, Bigfoot uh, and the YouTube yeah, at page. Michigan Bigfoot. Do a yeah, search and for Matthew.
4: Yep, and then, and then I also have a personal account that I'll tweet out sightings to, and you can follow me on Twitter, and it's at Matthew with two T's, Smith Jr., and I post sightings or new leads.
2: Yeah, we'll have to check it out. All right, Matthew, thanks for being on the show, and uh, good yeah, luck finding Bigfoot. Me.
4: And, and uh, real quick, if anyone lives in Michigan, or if you know anyone that lives in Michigan that has a Bigfoot sighting, I would love to investigate it. You can either get a hold of me on my Twitter or something and I would love to look further into it. So All right,
2: all right. Take it all easy, right, man. Great. Thanks for being on the show.
4: Okay. Yeah. Thank all you right. very much.
2: Let's see ya. Well, actually, what do you think? Do you think Bigfoot's real?
0: Well, you never know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen the Bobcat uh, Goldthwait documentary? I, I should look it up. I, I forget the name of it, but it's it's pretty funny. I heard him on, a, I think it was a Rogan show talking about it they go yeah, up like, I, don't,
0: I don't spend a lot of time looking for bigfoot documentaries
2: well, it's fun it's a new documentary it just came out it's really funny i think it's more of a mockumentary but he interviews a bunch of these like real bigfoot researchers like these hicks that live that claim to have seen See, bigfoot
0: you know you're calling them hicks this fucking hollywood asshole bobcat goethlake comes to town just you know what does he know <laughs> mockumentary you know i was from
2: hollywood
0: uh. I, I almost asked this guy know, people from hollywood don't know what, what goes on
2: in the forest yeah you know you never do and well the, the one thing that it's uh, not some
0: fucking backlot on universal studios you know have you seen real... harry and
2: the hendersons now that <laughs> yeah I was have. a bigfoot
0: and you know, that was it when hollywood. it came out i haven't seen it recently <laughs> i um, should matthew did bring up
2: an interesting point like there's there's been all these uh, shows that are coming out finding bigfoot this 10 million dollar bounty and uh i think it's going to inspire a lot of people to start running around the woods wearing monkey suits and uh we're going to see a lot of footage on the internet of people claiming well obviously that that's not going to uh, win
0: the 10 million dollars or whatever it is
2: well my, my thing is you know in this day and age we don't have much room i mean there's it's you know People have been all over Yosemite. People have been all over Yellowstone. Why hasn't anyone found a dead Bigfoot somewhere? Yeah,
0: but listen to what you're saying. Those are national parks with lots of tourism. I mean, think of all the just wide open wilderness in the Midwest, where you know nobody's traveling. Bigfoot can't live in the Midwest. He's got to live in a to go look at the woods. He's got to live in a forest. There's space. not that
2: much unopened. There, yes, there's there not that is. much open wilderness that people yes, wouldn't have had is. any kind of a legitimate encounter. How come no one's found a dead Bigfoot?
0: Like a Bigfoot carcass? Well, maybe. They, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they are intelligent enough that they have some sort of burial ritual where they, you know, like burn the, you know, each other's corpses on a f- fire or something. Maybe they, maybe they eat the dead Bigfoots. Maybe hmm. Bigfoots eat Possibly. dead Big, Bigfoots
2: um i do wonder though if bigfoot would be a bit rapey like if uh you know a hot chick was walking i mean around. all
0: wild animals are rapey
2: yeah that's why this that matthew was like no bigfoot would never have sex with a female human but i bet you if there was a you know a female human walking around the woods and a bigfoot walked by it was i mean just that's like,
0: a very that's a very ethnocentric uh viewpoint <laughs> why do you think bigfoots are even fucking attracted to hairless gross human beings
2: because you know, I mean, that, that's the thing.
0: I think there are you're just human- trying to anthropomorphize the Bigfoot. No, I'm just saying you're part of you the know, problem
2: with the popularity of this girl's uh, monster porn that's come out. this Bigfoot erotica. I think it's shown that there are female, um, human females that fantasize about having sex with Bigfoot. Why not? Well, that's sex cross species. Asking. Well, that's that's what I'm saying. I bet you a Bigfoot would be like, all right, you know, I wouldn't mind having sex with that. Doesn't have much hair, kind of ugly, but hey. Give it a shot. Yeah, you know? <laughs> she writes a lot about that. Uh, I don't a,
0: recommend that any young lady try to have sex with a <laughs> With a Bigfoot? <laughs> it's, you're probably going to end up dead.
2: I guarantee, I guarantee that guy in Midland, Michigan with the pizza boxes, with the hair, guarantee a fat, drunk Michigan chick was just wandering around. It was just like, sweet pizza. Probably ate some, passed out in it, you know, got stuck in her hair. And then she woke up a few hours later and being like, it's cold. I'm going to go home.
0: Yeah, but he said it wasn't human hair.
2: Yeah, I guarantee. I guarantee it probably is.
0: Oh, you guarantee. Okay.
2: Once he starts doing his research, he's going to go, okay, this comes from a fat Michigan chick. He's going to figure it out. Uh huh. I've been to bars up there in uh, Bay City. A lot of girls that could be Sasquatch. Anyway, it's interesting. Uh, <laughs> it'll be, uh, I'm, I'm wondering who's going to win the $10 million bounty. We'll I,
0: I would suspect no one. And they just get a hit show out of it and they don't have to spend, they don't have to give anybody any money and it's a win for them.
2: I don't even think Spike has $10 million to give out. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. They
0: need to use that $10 million to develop some better programming. They could hire us to do a weekly show.
2: Yeah. I'd be down.
0: I would even go on camera.
2: Dressed in a Bigfoot suit. Sure. Why not? I would prefer to be in a Bigfoot suit. <laughs> Anyway, we got to get the phone calls here. Uh, People, you can call the signal on hotline 206 666 3846. Uh, Before we get to our first call, here's a word from our sponsor. Uh.
1: Advice to your sex life? Go to adamandeve.com You'll get 50% off your purchase Free shipping Two adult DVDs And a product so sensual
3: We can't even mention it on this podcast No, no
1: Just type the coupon code DIDDLE Upon checkout
2: so, actually, we got a few phone calls here. The Sickerong Hotline. um Let's get to call number one. So, this is a uh, another stay-at-home dad, and I'm glad that there's dads out there. They're staying at home while their wives work to raise their children and produce you know, more productive members of society. People who are making a difference, you know? it's a good thing. Like this guy, Toothless Toby.
0: Hey, second wrong podcast.
1: It's Toothless Toby. Um, Just wanting to clear some shit up. Uh, I am a stay-at-home dad. It is the best fucking job ever. Uh, I gotta stay at home, smoke weed all day, fucking... Watch cartoons. Fucking. Set a great example. Yeah, fucking awesome. So she goes to work and I stay at home. gotta hang out with
0: this little guy. You maybe you shouldn't be getting higher while you're you watching your child. What do I know? I'm not a stay-at-home dad. I do like the fact
2: that he's raising a uh, future subject of one of the sick and wrong stories from maybe, uh, I don't know, 2000. 24 <laughs> are you supposed to get stoned around your kids
0: <laughs> i get i mean like if it was me no because i just turn into a mess when i get stoned but there's those people that just smoke weed constantly and just I get, you know, frankly it probably doesn't really matter but you know you're just high all the time it just what's the difference
2: but you know uh big jeff when he had his kid like five years ago, or six years yeah, ago. Yeah, stop smoking weed. Yeah, yeah. Big Jeff, like, you know, Big Jeff was a, an avid pot smoker. That guy smoked weed all day, every day. We smoked a lot of weed together. And uh, I remember when, going out with him being like, hey, you want to smoke some weed? And he was just like, you know, dude, I stopped. And I was like, really? Why? He's like, because I got a kid. He's like, I have to stay home with that kid. If something happened, I don't want to be all stoned going to the hospital to deal with my kid. You know, like not being right. able to breathe. He's like, I don't yeah. even want to deal with that. Talk about something that would just kill my buzz. He's like, I'd rather just not smoke weed anymore.
0: It's a good approach.
2: Yeah, and I, I just wonder, it's like, you know, what what happens if your kid starts projectile vomiting? You're just like, dude, cool colors, oh, man. Oh,
0: harsh.
2: <laughs> Quit ruining my buzz, dude. And
0: then Fuck. your wife comes home. It's like, why? <laughs> oh, you're high?
2: Yeah, what do you think... uh toothless toby's wife or slash baby's mama looks like hot <laughs> <laughs> i have no idea i'm sure she loves the fact that uh he just stays at home all day smokes weed watches Listen, cartoons listens and listens to sick and wrong anyway uh good on you there toothless toby toothless
0: yeah you know stay at home dad
2: yeah Doing his part I'm jealous uh, here's a, uh, another story about a bikini barista.
1: You fucking complete faggots. Fish guy again. I remember what I was calling about as I hung up. So, I live in Washington. If I can recall a quote from an earlier episode, Lance said you don't want to be an animal around a human being in Washington. Yes. Yeah, it's
0: like the bestiality capital cool. of the United States. Well spoken there,
2: Wackerly.
1: I don't know what to say about that. I don't fuck animals. but uh, Seattle Seahawks do. The coolest thing about Washington is we have all these crazy, like, bikini baristas. So they're just women that... It's really cold. And they are in their underwear. And they give us coffee. And we give them money. And quite a few of them were shut down because, you know, give them an extra... Have you ever been to one of those? No. I, when I was,
2: yeah, I was in Washington, God, like four years ago, went to Seattle five years ago, We rented a car and we drove around and, uh, we, and I saw one of these places. We stopped to go get coffee and yeah, like the girls just wear like thongs and bikinis. In, in there, and they, they'll make up coffee and give it to you. I don't know why.
0: Yeah, he pointed out, it's not warm in Seattle. It's cold most of the time. So it's So are the just blasting out?
2: No, I mean, they're inside. They're indoors. So like, you, you know... Yeah, you, but they got
0: to open the window. Yeah, but it's so not freezing. The out.
2: It's not sub-zero temperatures. Like, you're not in mid-Michigan.
0: So no hard nips
2: is what you're saying. No, there were some hard nips, actually. But anyway, yeah. I, I just was wondering, like, what's the point... Like, they're not giving me a lap dance. I'm not watching them spin around a pole. They're just
0: making coffee. Whatever.
2: I <laughs> you it. still get to see titties.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you had a choice between the regular barista and the barista with the, you know, the regular coffee place and the coffee place with women in bikinis, which one are you going to go to?
2: Yeah, I guess women with bikinis. But, I mean, it's like, why not open up a burrito place with girls in bikinis?
0: Well, that's just gross. <laughs> <laughs>
2: You don't like girls in bikinis making burritos?
0: There's something about that that I don't like. I guess it's kind of unwholesome. 20 bucks.
1: Yeah, blah, blah, blah. That happened. I did not partake in any of that. But I do frequent a single, single bikini barista.
2: I bet you do, and fish guy. You seem like the we type.
1: I went to work today, and it was kind of weird. Cut out All of this phone call up until right here. We were sitting at the goddamn window. Well, I guess we weren't at the window yet. I was looking out of my window. But I... Me and my friend almost had to fight a guy, but he drove off. Because he tried to pull the girl out of the establishment (laughs) into his car. And you know, as I said, I frequent it so I kind of know the girl. I don't want bad things to happen to the white I knight who's going to drive her off into the goddamn I don't know, in his car.
0: Chair of so justice. Me
1: and my friend got out of uh my car and we like, you know, kind of aggressively like, jumped out and fucking like started running up and the dude fucking peeled out off. He let go of the girl and Anne was like No names mentioned, sorry. But uh she was like, no, it happens quite often. We have mace and a shock stick.
2: And a shock cow- stick? What, what, a shock stick? Isn't yeah. that what they kill cows with? Like, don't they don't they, make, they render cows unconscious before they shoot them with a shock stick?
0: Sounds like it.
2: <laughs> what do I know? <laughs> what, what I don't get is what are these, these motorists thinking here, these perverted motorists? Like, I'm just going to grab this girl through the window and then just take off? You're gonna get some, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like, how deprived of sexual, you know, action are you to be able to like? I'm just gonna pull the the this hot barista through the window so I can go rape her.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's not gonna work. Yeah, why not just
2: try to kidnap Plus a girl don't you off get the hot street? Hot
0: coffee all over yourself.
2: Exactly. Yeah, I mean, you're gonna get hot coffee. I mean, she's car- she's giving you coffee. I just don't, I mean, also, well, at least one thing you're noticing here, these girls aren't very big, so they don't have any fat strippers or fat um, chicks working at these uh, coffee shops.
0: I suppose not.
2: So the fish guy white knighted uh, himself and his buddy, the white knights, just came out and tried to uh, stop this kidnapping, this abduction.
1: This thing that is... Just a giant taser on the end of a rod. And it's really cool.
2: i uh, get one of those.
1: No idea why I called and told you that. I'm drunk, as usual. So uh, <laughs> keep it sick, keep it wrong. As usual. Coupon code diddle? Jeez. Do you
2: think Fish Guy gets a lot of ass at this uh, barista, bikini barista bar? No. Yeah, but he could probably hook them up with Fish.
0: He might get some free coffee. Yeah, every now and then. For a time. But I wonder
2: if, like, like, he obviously probably chit-chats him up a little bit every time he goes there. Oh, yeah. Why day. else would
0: you
2: go? Hmm. Yeah, Fish Guy, have you ever scored with any of these uh, bikini coffee sluts? Give us a call back. I'd like to know about that. Do you tip them extra? Are they wearing thongs? Let me know. All right, here's the final. The final call here is about a guy. I'm um, getting roofied.
3: Sticking on all day long. This is uh, Lance's tranny girlfriend, uh certain Denise. Dee, you're cool. What's happening? Okay, uh, episode 40 something or another. You fuck faces, we're talking about. Guys getting roofied. Mm-hmm. Some uh, real estate appraiser, roofing dudes. I've got a dude roofie in story for you today. Uh, this was about ooh, 10 years ago at a bar with my friend and his girlfriend. And, you know, the boom, 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 techno music's going. It's not a gay bar. But, you know, there's some gay dudes there. There's some hot chicks there the whole night. You so still had a gay bar. I need some ecstasy, motherfuckers. And my friend needed some ecstasy and his girlfriend needed some ecstasy. And we need some ecstasy. So I go to the bar. I have a drink. I see this gay dude there. And we all know that the gay dudes have the best ecstasy. So I start talking to the dude. Gay dudes have the that? best and drugs. And I have an open drink on the counter. He's like, yeah, I can.
2: It's true, though. Gay dudes have the best drugs. They always do. Huh. Like, if you if you go to a new city and you're in a, a club, you can guarantee that a gay dude will know where drugs are. Because okay. they, they live that lifestyle. They live the drug <laughs> party lifestyle. So it's like you. All gay guys.
0: No, I'm not all gay. I'm They're making a generalization. Just popped up on drugs all the time.
2: I'm making a generalization, but I would say that if you go to a bar and there's a group of gay dudes, you could probably go hang out and be like, hey, you guys know where to get any ecstasy? And I guarantee you yeah. they probably would.
0: Here's one right on the tip of my cock. <laughs> get, it.
3: get you some blah, 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 whatever. So I go to the bathroom. I have one drink. I go to the bathroom. I come back. I finish my drink. I get up and I swear to God, I fall to the ground. I am sloppy, drunk, fall to the ground. Security tells me, picks me up, tells me, get the fuck out of the club. Uh, I call my friend, I tell him, you gotta help me, I'm smoking a cigarette, and fall falling the ground. They come out, they're pissed. They start walking me out to the car and I fall through a glass. Security guard broke the glass I'm bleeding. Jesus. Security guard yelling at me. There's police across the street. Uh, it was just a mess. So, uh, we finally get home about 2, two a.m. and I sleep for about 18 hours. I shit you not. I sleep for about 18, 19 hours. So my friend gets the next day, what's the matter with you? How'd you get so drunk? Uh, we look at my receipt. I had one drink. And trust me, I know how to drink. I know how to drink I don't think that so That motherfucking gay dude Tried to roofie me Son of a bitch Now the only dude That really roofies me Is uh Lance Wackerly. He
0: likes He likes Yeah but did he, Did you get laid <laughs> <laughs> That's the important part Did the gay dude Fuck
2: you It sounds like he like His friends Like if he was by himself The gay dude would They that gay guy They totally conk blocked the gay dude Yeah that sucks I think this guy Can't handle his booze why? Why would a dude? Why? Like, why would someone waste a roofie on this guy? He's like a straight dude that's hanging out with a bunch of his friends.
0: Really thought he was going to boof him.
2: I don't think gay dudes. I don't think they're predatory like that.
0: <laughs> dude, they, they
2: can boof anybody they want. Yeah, they like, wanted to boof him. I don't. I mean, I'm sure it does happen. I think usually roofies are used because there's some sexual predator you know, at a bar, sees a hot chick, and that's the only way he's going to score the hot chick. A gay dude could score with some other dude. Tons of horny guys out there. <laughs> I think this, this dude... is a
0: PSA. So if I you're think, gay and you're thinking about roofing some guy, just go fuck some other dude who wants to fuck you. Uh, there's, tons of, there's
2: tons of dudes out there that, uh, I mean, there's tons of there's horny dudes. There's plenty of think,
0: gay fish in the sea. <laughs>
2: I don't think they have a problem getting laid. I think this guy drank uh, one too many Cosmos. Next thing you know, he's asking gayties for ecstasy, right? And then he's passing out and falling on a security boost. If have you ever had a friend that you've had to like deal with like that? That happens to girls a lot, but it doesn't happen with dudes that much. I, well, actually, we have a mutual friend that we've had to deal with several times. Yeah, of course, yeah. So, I don't, not mentioning any names here, but just uh, like fucking take it easy, bro. I it's it's I, I just feel like if you're going out scoring drugs from randoms. You got to expect this to happen every now and then get slipped <laughs> a Mickey. So maybe. yeah, but not by a gay guy because they can just get laid anywhere. I, I just, I don't think it's, I mean, it, it could happen. I was like, is that probable? I think gay dudes can like go boost somebody. Well, maybe was the guy, an old gay dude. Like like some like my you know, brother. Now you're
0: qualifying it. Well, okay. If the guy's a, troll. So am I allowed to go? Am I allowed to go score gay drugs from gay guys or not? You're, you're giving me a mixed message. This is what I'm saying. If you're scoring
2: gay, if you're scoring drugs from a gay dude like my brother, okay, there's a chance you might get roofied. But if you're scoring drugs from like some young gay guy, why so is he gonna run and the roofie from you?
0: Only score drugs from hot, gay, young gay guys this is a lesson.
2: <laughs> well, I'm just saying they can go, you know, get dick from some other place. No, this is good advice. But that's my theory. But yeah, you you do have a point there. Gay dudes kind do tend to have the best theory, drugs. if you think about it. Gay, well, you never know what, what you might get, but gay dudes do typically have the best drugs and know where to get them.
0: And typically they won't roofie you. I'm thinking they, I don't think they need to waste their roofie. Unless they look like your brother.
2: But if they're my brother, yeah. It's one of the only ways they can get laid. <laughs> anyway, people call Sick and Wrong Hotline, 206-666-3846. Uh, as always, thank you for subscribing to the show on iTunes. We appreciate that. Just do a search for Sick and Wrong. Rate, comment, boost our visibility. Uh, you know, this week, we are well up in the top 200 category for uh, top comedy podcast, Wackley. And I owe I it really? all to the fans, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I was slagging on the U.S. A, a few weeks ago. But uh, it seems like we bounced back. So thank you for the support. And, uh, yeah, keep rating, keep commenting, keep listening to the show on iTunes. Also, uh, t-shirts. been sending out a lot lately. I have a few more to go out uh, this week. But you can go to com slash store, and you can buy a new tee, the new uh, Sick and Wrong logo tee. And if you buy one this week, I'll throw in a free Six pack of the uh, new They Live Sick and Wrong stickers, which are also another hot deal. selling item. So uh, get them before they sell out. Sick and Podcast dot com slash store. Sick and Wrong Song of the Week is only fitting because it has to do, or is fitting because it has to do with uh, Bigfoot. It's called uh, In Search of Sasquatch. It's by Tenacious D. Yeah, I've heard it. Remember the movie uh, Tenacious D and the Pick of Destiny? Yeah. And yeah, this is a, a segment from it. But they did a song called In Search of Sasquatch. So uh, we're going to dedicate that one to uh, Matthew Smith, the uh, Bigfoot researcher. Thanks for being on the show there, Matthew. And I, I hope you do find Bigfoot. It'd be great if this, like, just random dude from Michigan just, yep, found
0: Bigfoot. Discovered a noose. Would you try and rename the species after yourself, or would you just honor tradition and call it, it's the Bigfoot? I Maybe just think, the Latin name. You could do, or sort of work your own name into the Latin name.
2: I feel Bigfoot's kind of condescending. You know why? Why don't they call him Big Dick? You know, I like Sasquatch.
3: <laughs> Sasquatch. Sasquatch
2: makes me think of just a really big chick. Every time I hear Sasquatch, I just think of like a. You know, I've dated some girls taller than me. Any girl taller than me? Any girl taller than like five eleven is a Sasquatch. Okay. You know, a, a girl that's like six Does foot. Are,
0: I mean. Are you commenting on like the hirsute nature of their body?
2: I guess that's a, that's another factor. Yeah, there's some <laughs> girls that have a little too much hair on the upper lip. They can take care of that though with lasers. Yeah, but uh, but I mean, you know what I'm talking Lacks. about when you get that girl that's big bone and she's like six one. Probably yeah. plays volleyball. That's a sasquatch. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah. Good luck, Matthew. I hope you find one. And also, people out there, enjoy the Super Bowl and uh, try to abstain from any sex trafficking this weekend. Not a good thing to do, ever. But definitely not on Super Bowl weekend. And uh, go Broncos. like to see you beat the Seahawks. We'll be back next week. With episode 418. Till then, take a sleazy. Good night.
3: There were some scientists trying to figure out the Sasquatch riddle. Then they figured out it was a missing link. In search of Sasquatch, that was a kick ass in search of. With Leonard Nemoy kicking out the jams. Ha! He captured imaginations of people all around the globe. His name was Sasquatch, so I'm told. His legends ancient.
0: That the sesquatchee is real Take a look at the plastic
3: cast of his foot Now you know he's real Listen real close to the audio tape not human, Now you know he's real Couldn't be a man in gorilla suit No fucking way Now you know he's real Real, 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 really, real, real
0: Don't take this personally, cause it's not about your playing. No, dude, your drumming is kick-ass.
3: Uh, uh. It's just that the D—it's always just been me and KG, and we're just not comfortable being a power trio. Uh.
1: I hope there's no hard feelings.
3: Real. Watch. We know your love is real Just watch. You and Tenacious D
1: And they nation see they were kick-ass. And who should I tell him said that? Tell him it was Sasko. Tell him it was a friend. Okay. Sasquatch. They won't know what friends you're talking about. Oh, okay, sure. See ya. Yeah, so...